2: Broadcasting Company presents Quiet Please, which is written and directed by Willis Cooper and which features Ernest Chappell. Quiet Please for today is called Dark Gray Magic. Be there. Yes, I said. I'm here. Yes, I. Hello. Yes, this is Mr. Bollycorn. Who did. Whom did you think it was? Well, this is my room. I'm not in the habit of having people in my room when I'm not here. No, there's nobody in my room. What? Yes, I'm in my room. But there's nobody in my room except me. All right. Were there any calls for me? No calls. Well, all right. Hang up and let me sit down. All right. Oh, my heavens. I'm exhausted. Oh, I just call Lumen. Get me Gramercy 91044. Yes. Oh, I'm exhausted. Hello, Mr. Lumen Crittenden, please. Oh Lumen, it's you. Didn't recognize your voice, Lumen. How are you? I'm just exhausted. I've I've just had the most extraordinary experience. Well, I was waiting for a Madison Avenue bus there on Fourth Avenue. Well, I guess that's your place more properly. You know, right across from Wanamaker's, where the subway station's in the middle of the street, kind of. You know. I was waiting there for a Madison Avenue bus, and you know all those secondhand bookstores along Fourth Avenue. They have tables outside, carry away these plastic six for fifty cents. Wait a minute, Lumen. There's somebody at the door. Somebody interrupts my telephone. Well. Well, now, who done. Who did that? How is that? I'll bet it's those kids again. It wasn't anybody, Lumen. I mean, it was some kid or something. Hello, Lumen. Lumen, are you there? Hello, Lumen. Wouldn't that freeze you? Somebody cut us off. Hello? Hello, office? Hello, you cut us off. You did, too. Get me Gramercy Nyan 1044 again. Uh, wait a minute. Oh, I thought there was somebody at the door again. Uh, Gramercy Nyan 1044. Make it snappy, too. Oh, that kid's at the door again. Uh, hello? Oh, oh hello, woman. We were cut off, weren't we? Well, I went to the door and... Yes, I know. Well, I was waiting for the bus. Oh, yes, I did say that, didn't I? And about the second-hand books. Well, I bought a book. Yes, I did. Forty-five cents. You guess. No. No. No, you give up? Magic. No, 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 not card tricks. Magic, real magic. Black like magic, just like real. Sure. I nearly broke my neck on my way home. While oh, walking along reading it after I got off the Madison Avenue bus. I fell over a cat. Cat, C-A-T, cat, black as the ace of spades. Wouldn't that freeze you? Oh, but that isn't anything. Somebody followed me. Wait a minute. I wonder if that could be him that was at the door. Do you suppose... It? No, no, it's that, it's that little Yussel Silverman that lives down the hall. He always wants to sell me Cigars! Cigars! I haven't the faintest idea where he gets them. I think he filches them from somewhere, the little dickens. Uh, no, wait, Lumen. I, I want to read to you from the magic book. But it's fabulous, Lumen. You want to know how to give people warts? No, oh, I suppose not. Uh, wait. How to ride a broom. Oh, that's for girls. Oh, oh, wait. How to make ye dready spirits appear from beyond ye beyondy ye beyond Oh, boy. Uh, listen to this. Gim, thou wouldst raise up a naughty spirit to teach thee all the secrets of evildom. Thou must needs. Uh, wait a minute, Lumen. I've got a cramp in my leg. Wait till I sit down. Uh, must needs. Well, oh, for goodness' sake, listen to this. Thou must needs first stumble unawares over a catty. It's spelled C A T T E, Lumen. Uh, a catty of the blackest hue. Imagine, Lumen. Well, I did trip over a black catty. Wait. Listen to this. Over a black catty, the cat, whilst thou dost read the fortieth page of this e- bookie. Good. Wait, let's look at page 40. Oh, let your dinner stay they won't run away. 37, 38, 39. 40. Well, I'll be jiggered. I'll be absolutely, comprehensively, teetotally jiggered if that isn't a coincidence, Lumen. That's, that's the very page I was... Lumen, do you smell anything? Oh, that's right. How could you smell on the telephone? I smell something, though. Like something burning. Goodness, you suppose it's brimstone? Are you listening? Well, so wait till I find my place again. Here. Then must thou place thy left thumb... On thy right ear, mm-hmm. and close thy left eye, and say, honorific. Women, what a word? Honorific ability. What the love of Kate's cats? Did, did you ever hear a word like that? Honorific ability. Two Honorific ability. Two the What'd you say, Lumen? Explosion. Well, I didn't hear anything. Well, I must be blasting in the street or something. Oh, I think there is somebody at the door. Wait a minute, Lumen. That darn little Jussel Silverman. Get out a of a cookie. Mm-hmm. I'm right here. God, kids. Well. Hello. Well, hello yourself. What do you want? You Mr. Meredith Barley I certainly am. Who are you? You're not Jussel Silverman.
3: No, sir. May I come in, please? Well, come in. Thanks. Well, <laughs> all right, little boy. What's so funny? I know, little boy, Mr. Barleycorn. What, Meredith? You, you ain't uh, I? I am not. You get out of here, you little devil. That's better. Oh. Oh, stop being such a silly fool, Meredith. You just called me, didn't you? <laughs> you. Idiot, you tripped over a cat, a black cat, and you were reading the book, and then you said the word. <coughs> Go finish your phone conversation with Lumen, Crittenden, and Meredith. Then you and I'll
2: talk. But I... Huh? Yes, sir. Hello, Lumen. Yeah, there was somebody at the do- door. Scared? No, I'm not scared, Lumen. I just... Meredith. Wait, wait a minute, Lumen. Yes? Who is this a picture of? On the desk? Why, well, that's
3: Lumen. Oh, is it? Lumen, hey. Here. What's that? A pin.
2: A pin? Yeah. Just a second, Lumen. To
3: stick the pin in Lumen's picture, Meredith. Mm-hmm. What?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: what? for? Just for fun. Here.
3: Right here in his fat
2: so there. Well? Oh. Uh, sorry, Lumen, this little fellow is... Was... What did you say, Lumen? Hello, Lumen? Hello? Lumen? Lumen? Lumen, where are you? <laughs> 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 <So>. <laughs> What are you laughing
3: at? <laughs> Why, you learned your first lesson fine, Meredith. Huh? So? <laughs> Why, you wanted to learn all the secrets of evil, didn't you, Meredith? Sure. You stuck the pin right through Lumen's big, fat stomach, Meredith. You murdered him. <laughs> sure, Meredith. You did everything the book said. You called me to teach the evil boy. You got a fine start. Murder. Oh, what do we try next? You decide. Uh, I killed Newman? With the pin through his stomach. Haven't you ever heard of that? Voodoo, they call it sometimes. Works fine, doesn't it, Meredith? I killed him? Sure. Oh, my. Why, you, you dreadful murderous, horrible, evil little devil. Thank you, Meredith.
2: <laughs> Excuse me. Hello? Hello. Hello. What? Loman. Huh? Loman, I I thought you were dead. You what? Stomachache. What? And you're not dead, Loman? Oh, Loman.
4: Me? Matter with me? Why, Loman, I'm so happy.
3: Yeah. I'm awfully sorry, Meredith. I. I don't know what could have happened. It's always worked before. Oh, well. Better luck next time, I always say. Uh, who, who do you want to murder now? Got, got any more pictures? I want to know who you are. Excuse me. My name is Bodge. I'm a demon. Well, you'll just get right out of here, you demon. I won't do it. You better. will not do it. You call me and here I am.
2: Come on. What do you want to learn?
3: I don't want to learn a
2: thing. Uh, what can you learn me? Ah, I mean, teach me.
3: All the evil magic in the universe, Meredith. Really? There are 64 ways of murdering people by magic Meredith. 64? My. Show you how to produce an earthquake, fires, floods, sicknesses, start wars, rob people. No, I guess not, thanks. Turn people into fish worms? I don't think so. Bust radios? No, thanks. Well. Make people jump out of windows? Very interesting, Bodge. Bodge? Bodge. That's right. B-O-J.
2: You're a mean
3: little cookie. Thanks. How old are you? Oh, a couple of million. Why, well, you don't look it? In some of my forms, I do. Forms? I turn into different things. Oh. Evil things. Snakes, bats, platypuses, great big spiders. On Uh, what's Like a fish. Lives way down the bottom of the ocean. Very horrible. I imagine. Well, come on. Let's murder somebody. Let's make somebody jump off the Empire State Building, huh? Can you really do that? I can. I'll teach you how. Really? How? Easy. Think of someone. Lumen? Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, s- say after me, Bibity Bibbity. ibbity Bibity. sibbity said. Sabbity
2: said. Jump. Jump. Oh my goodness. How thinking of Lumen? Sure. <laughs>
3: He jumped. Bye-bye, Lumen. <laughs>
2: Got him that time, Mary. I don't believe it. You wait and see. Just because I said, ibbity bibbity sabbity
4: Sure.
3: Did you say sabbity said?
2: Sure, sabbity said. Oh, you
3: half with sibbity Sam. I thought that's what I said. You said it backwards. Answer it. Yes? Oh, hello,
2: Lumen. You see? Oh, wow, phooey. I can't hear you. I can't hear you very well, Lumen. What's all that noise? The what? People what people? Trying to get into what phone booth? For goodness sake, where are you, Lumen? Where? On top of the Empire State Building. Well, how in the world did you get... You what? You jumped up there!
3: You, Meredith, you're the dumbest man I ever saw. You and your savage sib. You know what? That's the first good thing I've done in 2,708,202 years, five months, and nine days. And I could cut your heart out for it with a butter knife.
2: Happy in Hollywood. My gracious, he's getting $1,000 a week in that new picture, the man who jumped over the Empire State. He didn't jump over it. Well, you know Hollywood.
3: Come on, time to learn how to poison dogs. I don't think I want to know how to poison dogs, Bob. I wonder how Lumen's
2: doing. We could poison him. It's
3: easy. Look, you're I hope he's happy. He's happy, all right, but
2: Jack. I hope Dixie's happy, too. Who's Dixie? woman's wife. Uh, women. Uh, let's burn down a schoolhouse. Oh, uh, no. So that's full of little children. Yeah, I detest kids. That little Yussel Silverman. Let's burn down his schoolhouse. I'll show you. I should say not. No, I wouldn't give a lot of kids that kind of break burning down their schoolhouse. <laughs> I think I'll write Lumen a letter. Uh, let me show you how to put epizootic
3: germs in it. What's epizootic? Uh, some kind of disease horses get. I know how to give it to people. Come on, I'll put in a handful in the letter And maybe his wife will get it And and she'll turn green And heavens no Well, I wish I wouldn't say heavens Makes
2: me all icky I wouldn't want Dixie to get up a uh, Whatever it is No No
3: Why? You in love with Lumen's wife?
2: I, I was once Oh, you were Madly I see But she married Lumen. I was heartbroken. I still am. I see. Well, uh, can can you
3: push your little finger over the next one?
2: Oh, I guess so. Sure, Sure. see?
3: Both hands? Sure. See? Can you say, Upper Delbach? Upper Delbach? I guess so. Upper Delbach, why? Say it again. Why? Three times, four times. Oh,
4: opal
3: delta. Who's that? <laughs> a spell, spell what? It's spell to bring back a lost love, Meredith. That's all. That's all. You were in love with Lumen's wife, Dixie. Now fix that, Lumen.
2: What are you talking about?
3: Somebody at the door, Meredith. Who's
4: that? Meredith. Oh, Meredith, darling. It's Dixie's
3: voice. Sure. What have you done to me? I didn't do anything, Meredith. You said over to Meredith, are you in there? Come
4: in, Dixie. Oh, Meredith, darling.
3: Mm. Hello, Dixie. Oh, kiss
4: me, Meredith. Now, now, Dixie.
2: Now, Dixie. Mm. Oh.
4: I love you so much, Meredith.
2: Uh, now, wait a minute. Uh, I mean, Lumen. Uh... Oh,
4: Lumen. I've changed my mind, Meredith. It's you I love. Oh, my goodness. I sure do love you, Meredith.
2: See,
3: Meredith?
4: Who's oh, that little boy?
3: Uh, lady, don't kid yourself. I know little boy.
4: Well, you ought to be ashamed of yourself standing there looking on there to love lover's me. I'm
3: enjoying it, lady. Kiss him again. Oh,
4: no! Oh, you hark to me, Meredith Barricorn. I've gone and left my husband for you and... and... I love you. So you just grin and bear it, you hear me? Kiss me now. No,
2: stop, Dixie.
4: Oh, Meredith, you and me, we're going to be so happy.
3: She's awful fat,
4: Meredith. I just love you so much. But I don't like your apartment.
2: You don't? (laughs) Meredith, we're going to have
4: to do something about it. Just the minute we get married.
2: Mary.
4: Well, of course, Mary, honey. Uh, but
2: what about <laughs> Lumen, my friend? Oh,
4: uh, Father Lumen. It's you I love. Now, Meredith, I want to know how much money you're making, I expect to be exploited in the style I've got accustomed to since Lumen got his job in the movies. Uh, how much do you make?
3: <laughs> he only makes $85 a week.
4: Oh, I wish you'd go away, little boy. Mary, is that all you make?
2: Yes, ma'am.
4: Well. That's something we'll have to take care of right away,
2: sweetheart. I wish you wouldn't call me sweetheart, well, Dixie.
4: Oh, my sweetheart. I, I just love you to peace.
2: Now, 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 Dixie. <laughs> and
4: another thing, Mary. You'll have to go out with me and buy some new clothes. that
2: Oh, I like you, Dixie.
4: Well, I'm going to march you into a store and make you get the finest two-pants suit $22 will buy. $22? dollars i will never let Lumen pay more than $22 for a suit in his life. And you've got to get some new ties, darling. That's too late <laughs> to say. Oh, goodness. I want you to look like a young lover. Me? <laughs> Nothing's too good for the man I love. Uh,
3: did you buy Lumen's tie, too, Dixie?
4: I certainly did. And what furthermore, I took one of his ties with me when I left. Well, you, darling. Oh, don't you just love those purple ducks on it? See?
3: My. Well, I'll be it.
4: Oh, shut up, little boy. <laughs> and such a lovely shade of green too. And don't you just love the frames? Thirty-nine cents and worth every penny of a dollar nineteen.
3: Gracious. Hurts my eyes.
4: But well, I just love it. Oh, kiss me again, Meredith. I sure do love you, sugar.
2: But what about Lumen, Dixie?
4: Oh, leave <clears throat> Lumen out of it. See, he can have his thousand dollars a week out there in Hollywood, lolling around on beaches in the sun, and eating every day at the his drive-in, and, and, and throwing his money away in the shooting gallery. Gosh. And that's just what I say, honey, honeypotty. Now, you and me, you'll work, work, work your fingers to the bone for your little Dixie. A little? And Dixie will just make our little penthouse a real love nest for her man. And every night when you come home... I'll cook liver and onions for you. And rhubarb pie twice a week. You
2: see, I don't like liver and onions.
4: Oh, you'll learn to like it, Meredith. I just adore it. And I
2: detest rhubarb pie.
4: Oh, I love it. With chocolate ice cream. Mm.
2: Uh, Where are you going, Bart? I'm sick, Meredith.
4: And we'll sit home and play hearts every night. And look at the television. No. Oh, yes, Meredith. Don't you want to please Dixie?
2: Dixie, I do not.
4: Why, Meredith. Dixie loves you so much. Kiss Dixie.
2: No. Meredith? No, sir, this is what... This has gone far enough, Dixie. I'm not going to stand for it. Oh,
4: don't you love me, sugarpaw? I
2: do not. You're... You're much too fat, for goodness sake. And besides, you're Lumen's wife.
4: But I love you, Meredith.
2: Well, I don't care. You go back to Lumen. I
4: won't. Well,
2: you just better.
4: Now, Meredith. Oh, oh, What's the matter? Oh, it's a bug. A great, big, green and yellow bug. Where? Oh, where? Well, it's on Do something, Meredith. Uh, stand still, where? Dixie. Oh.
2: Uh, uh, stand still. Oh! oh.
4: oh. oh. Meredith, folly you suck me. I just
2: trying to kill a bugs.
4: Nevertheless, you struck me. You are no joke. Oh,
2: well, I tell you, I just... Oh, to...
4: thank you to shut up. Hey? I thought I loved you, but now I know. I will not have anything to do with the joke that is
2: strike ladies on their noses. Oh, oh, wait, Dixie, wh- where are you going?
4: I'm going home to Lula. He loves me. Oh, well,
2: Dixie, wait. And
4: don't you speak to me, you blue you. you
2: oh, my goodness me. Doesn't that freeze you? Uh, n- now, Dixie, I- And You give me back you
4: know, the
3: a necktie, you, you monster! <coughs> oh, man. Dodge? Yeah? Where were you? Me? I was the bug. The what? The green and yellow bug you were slapping at. Oh. The, uh, the bug? Sure, I can change myself into things. See? I had to do something to get rid of her, so I turned myself into a bug. Well, you nearly got squashed. I jumped. Boy, you sure smacked her nose. (laughs) I think I've got enough of you, too, Barge. That's what you think, boy. You get out of here. Meredith, I can't. You better. I'm a desperate man. You can't hurt me. I can, too. Look, if you make a pass at me, Meredith, I'll just change myself into an elephant or a chair or a horse or something. How? Look. My goodness, an elephant. See? Look, a teacup.
2: <laughs> I'll smash you know it. No, you
3: don't. I'm still too fast for you, Meredith. <laughs> Look, I came here because you called me to teach you evil. You certainly made my life a misery. I'll oh, be reasonable, Meredith. If you'd let me teach you something, or if you weren't so dumb about doing things backwards, we could have a lot of fun together. Come on. I- I'll show you how to stink a battleship. I don't want to. I want you to go away. I can't go away. I'm going to be here forever. That's the rules. I don't want you. You called me. Well, I didn't mean to. But you did. Come on. Let's practice disappearing.
4: I don't want
2: to disappear. Assassinate the mayor of Brooklyn? Brooklyn hasn't got any mayor.
3: Set off all the atom bombs in the world. Oh, boy. That'd be terrific. Listen, you just put your fingers in your ear. you
4: stop?
3: It's It was just an
2: idea, Merrill. Don't you ever have any good ideas, Budge?
3: Well, I should say not. Say. Sir? Don't you ever have any bad ideas? Getting rid of you. No. That's a good thought, Meredith. Besides, it can't be done, I told you. Please go away. Let's change people into different things. Mm -hmm. Sure, Meredith. We we could turn Lumen into a bigger team. Lumen's got troubles now. (laughs) You're telling me. Well, let's change Dixie into a pencil shop.
2: Or a uh, necktie. <laughs> with orange cactus plants on it. And a light yellow background with Cerise Dye. Yeah, and
3: rhinestones. Come on. Uh, how do you do it? You Just stand on one foot and point and say what you want her to be.
2: Is that
3: all? Sure, it's easy.
2: Maybe she could change herself
3: back. No, once they've changed, they they've stuck for good.
2: Huh? Can I change you into something, Budge? Me? Uh-uh. No, no, of course not. You can't change me, can you? Can you, Bodge? I know all you can do is teach
3: me how to do <laughs> things, evil things. Uh, you wouldn't change me into something, would you, pal? You
2: taught me how. No, Meredith. It <laughs> sucked you in, didn't I? I'll run away. You can't. You told me you couldn't. Please, Meredith. For my own good, Bodge. Don't say good, Meredith.
3: Let me see, uh... Uh, a butterfly.
2: No.
3: Uh, yesterday's newspaper? No, no,
2: Meredith. Uh, uh, a box of cigars.
3: Uh, a cloud. I'll rain on you. I got you at last, Bodge. A little dog? I'll bite you and give you hydrophobia. A-, a fountain pen? I'll write poison pen letters about you. I've got it. Rod. What? what, Meredith? Oh, no, please, Meredith, please. Oh, yes. Oh, no, no, ready, no, no, no. Get ready,
2: Bodge. Meredith, please. Bodge, no. I command you no, to... No, be... no, no, no. Stand still. I command you to become a... into something, that, uh, yes, I know, uh, no, no, I, I don't know, Lumen, uh, sure, Lumen, goodbye, uh, wouldn't that freeze you, I forgot what I turned them into, and he's close. <laughs> <laughs> Of today's Quiet Please story is Dark Gray Magic. It was written and directed by Willis Cooper, and the man who spoke to you was Ernest Chapel. And Bodge was, I think, <laughs> played by James Monks. Dixie was Miss Polly Cole. As usual, music for Quiet Please is by Albert Berman. Due sound credit today by Mr. William J. McClintock. Now, for the word about next week, I write a director, Willis Cooper. Thank you for listening to Quiet, please. Next week, I have a story for you called The Other Side of the Stars. And so until next week at the same time, I am quietly yours, Ernest Chapel. And now, a listening reminder. Right now, the whole world is talking about the possibility of the Berlin blockade being lifted. Now, official sources have confirmed the story. But ABC listeners heard it first more than ten days in advance on Drew Pearson's regular Sunday night program. Listen to Pearson. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.
0: Say goodbye